This is the Virtual Pause Podcast, a time to integrate body, mind, heart, and spirit, which leads to resilience and stability in our everyday chaos. This is your host, Angie Wynn. Episode 63, Finding Yourself in the Chaos. I almost didn't do my own pause this morning because it didn't feel productive and I didn't have time. I've been running so fast lately and I have so many things to do, but I forced myself. And then when I did the pause, I kept resisting the temptation to get up and send an email or add something to my to-do list. Pausing is hard, yet if we want to live a life of intention, integration, and impact, we have to come back home to our true selves. We have to find ourselves. So that is what we will do today. Where should I start? There's so much. Well, let me start by the the context of where I'm at right now in terms of um, my own internal chaos. So as I have been saying the last couple of weeks, and I probably say on every podcast, there's a lot going on. August is just August for us with taking Alex back to school, coming back from vacation, Um, Jack's birthday. Then I went to Atlanta last week, and then Jack had his 15-year-old birthday party on Saturday which is always a thing. It's the same thing every year. Tacos, enormous water slide, and um, water activities, which is always frightening. So the cortisol is pretty hyped up, right? And so last night to calm down, Jeff and I watched Narcos before bed, which I do not recommend as a wind down. (laughs) So... So throughout the night, it's not that I really thought about it, but my body, like my mind couldn't rest. So, I mean, I'm very clear about, you know, what's going on, right? Like you don't meet chaos with chaos. Like you, you find your way to, um, yes, I was hyped up. You, you don't, you don't meet hyped up chaos with your own, you know, version of hyping up. So, um, I know these things. It's funny too, because I've I've noticed over the years, like noticing your tendencies is so important, right? Because it can really help you figure out if you're in chaos or not. Who's driving the bus? Is it my ego or is it my true self? Um, And I know that like emails pre-dawn, not true self or overreactions, even like my pre-dawn emails can be brilliant. Like I wake up and I think they're brilliant. Like what I'm going to send is brilliant, right? Um, but often I regret those, right? They're, they push, they're striving, they're, they are my ego trying to get out there. If I pause and ground myself first and actually look outside and breathe, then... I can discern if this is the the right email to send, if this is from me or or from my ego, right? So this morning, I'm trying to do my own pause before I get on this pause. And I have all these things that I need to do. So I'm going to get up and do an email, get up and do this and this and that. It's like, just stop. My So I had my podcast last week and um, I said that, I lost it emotionally, right? Like I was feeling some sadness with Alex leaving, and so I lost it. 
And Sherry, who's a normal participant and good friend on this pause, called me and said, actually, when you said that, I thought that's not true. That's not accurate. You found yourself. You didn't lose it. You found it. What a great shift to think of it like that. Because when we come back to ourselves, then we find ourselves, right? When we push out the distractions, even for a moment, then we can come back to who we are, come back to our real feelings, come back to the honesty of what's going on, come back to our true self, right? We can come and find ourselves and out of finding ourselves, then that decision to send the email can be a decision of integrity, right? I'm aligned with my true self. That response, that striving, that hiding, that taking on something, that saying no, saying yes, all of these things, well, now they're aligned with with who I am, right? And, you know, I say that stability in motion brings integration, intention, and impact. And the integration is the whole true self, the alignment. The intention is actually moving in a way that will make a difference, moving in a way that is aligned with our true self, not this chaotic movement. But the impact is often not measurable. The impact is, am I in, in the way that I do life, right? Am I patient? Am I listening? Am I joyful and grateful and generous and kind and compassionate? That's going to move the needle. That's the impact, right? Not how much did I get done today. But that's a very hard shift that I know I struggle with every day. And when I was um, hiking the Appalachian Trail, you know, I have all these stories, and it was a long time ago, but there was a place called the Blueberry Patch, and it was, I believe, in Hiawassee, Georgia, And it was fantastic because it was this blueberry farm that this couple owned and it had a hostel on it. And so she only had a few bunk beds and you'd stay and she'd do your laundry, which is remarkable because that's just gross. Hiking laundry is disgusting. Um, And then she would make you this amazing breakfast in the morning before you headed out to hike more. So it was you know, pancakes with blueberries and fresh blueberries and blueberries in the pancakes. And there were blueberries all over the place, right? But she told us something that morning of her breakfast that I found very interesting. Her husband had been an, an engineer for his career and he just retired the year before and he wanted to, you know, come home, right? Work on the blueberry farm. And every single day he would go out early in the morning And she would have to beg him to come in for lunch. Sometimes it wouldn't work. Beg him to come in for dinner. Beg him to stop at night and and be and hang out with her. And, And he struggled with it so much because his whole life had been measured around his productivity, right? How fast he can work, how efficient he can be, how smart he is, what output he can produce. And she said, the thing with the blueberry farm is that it doesn't end. You can't walk into your day at the blueberry farm and ever be done picking blueberries. 
it is like a large salad. You can never finish the large salad. It is eternal. This blueberry farm covers the entire earth. Not really, but that's how it is. There's always something to do. And she had to go find him. Not to imprison him or not to force him, but just to help him find himself. Come home to you. Stop losing yourself out there in the blueberries, right? The work is never going to end. Can you come back to you so that you can wake up the next day and instead of just seeing thorns and blueberries and work and to-dos, you can see life, right? And you can make decisions and you can interact with these people who are coming off the trail and you can, you can be whole and integrated. So that's why we pause so that when we move again, when we speak, when we decide, when we be silent, when we act, when we interact, when we stay, when we go, we are doing it from a place of us, true self, us, wholeness and integration. So let's breathe. Take a deep breath in. Settle your body down. Imagine that you are off of your blueberry farm and you have found a little place to sit, a place of peace and comfort and shelter, a place that feels like home. Maybe take your figurative broom and sweep all the crap that you need to sweep out of the way to actually find a place to sit. And in that place of sitting, sit up tall. Move your arms over your head so that you can stretch out your vertebrae so that your spine can get some nerves moving so that you feel your body. As you exhale, bring your hands down, bring your chin to your chest and your hands to your heart, round your back, feeling the sense of closed in. And then open yourself up, bringing your arms out to your side and then reaching up high over your head, inhaling new life, new breath. Feeling your body, feeling the nerves along your spine. And then as you exhale, bring your hands down to heart center, chin to chest, rounding your back. And then bring your spine back up. Inhale, bring your arms up, clasp your hands. Bring your arms out to the right side. So you're over your head, you're moving your spine in a curve. Inhale, bring your arms up. Exhale, bring them to the side again. Inhale, bring your arms up. Exhale, bring your arms to the left. So your side bending on the left. Inhale, up. Exhale, over. 
Inhale up, bringing your arms down. Giving yourself a hug, holding onto your shoulders, bringing your elbows out to the, to the front of you. Really feeling like the stretch in your shoulders with one arm on top of the other. Bring your arms down and switch the other arm on top of the other. Breathing in and out, shake your arms out. Looking forward, inhaling, bringing your head off to the left, holding it here, breathing in and out. Come back to neutral, drop your ear to your shoulder. Inhale, looking up. Exhale, turning your head to the side, holding it here, breathing in and out. Come back to neutral, drop your ear to your shoulder. Come back to neutral. And then twist, bringing your right hand behind you, your left hand on your right knee, inhale, tall spine, exhale, twist, looking over your shoulder. Inhaling, exhaling. Come back to neutral. Twist the other direction, left hand behind you, right hand on your left knee, inhale, tall spine, exhale, twist. Come back to neutral. Excuse my yawn. Sitting up tall with your shoulders back and down, your eyes closed. Inhale through your belly, feeling the breath inflate your belly. Up through the ribs, up through the crown of your head. Hold it. One, two, three. Exhale slowly. One, two, three, four, five. Hold it. One, two, three. Inhale. One, two, three, four, five. Hold it. One, two, three. Exhale. One, two, three, four, five. Hold it, one, two, three. Inhale, one, two, three, four, five. Hold it, one, two, three. Exhale, one, two, three, four, five. Hold it, one, two, three, and then relax your belly, breathe normal. 
slower, more fluid. Sometimes when our minds are spinning so fast, it's easiest just to count, to calm our minds down following our count with our breath. And as you're sitting there, just think about coming home to yourself. What does it feel like when you feel integrated? What does it feel like in your body? Does it feel fluid, constricted, free, energetic, settled, calm? What is your mind like when you come home to yourself? Is it frenetic, fast paced, calm, fixated, quiet? Notice your tendencies of your heart when you have come home to yourself? Do you sense a need of control and power, a need for approval and acceptance, a need for safety and security? Or do you feel a sense of true surrender, trust, wholeness, love, true safety and security, not false safety and security. When you come home to yourself, do you strive? Do you hide? Or do you flow with the rhythm? Flow with the rhythm of your gifts, of the opportunities of the day? When you think about your direction, do you move with intention, with alignment to your values, alignment with who you are, or are you taking a machete trying to forge a path that is not your own, trying to pretend you are someone that you are not, or hiding in a cave, not coming out. When you come home to yourself, when you find yourself, do you feel connected to you, to others, to God? Or do you feel fragmented, disconnected? When you come home to yourself, when you found yourself in that place of solitude, do you feel solitude and solidarity with the world, with others, with creation, or do you feel isolation?
When you come home to yourself, do you, when you move, when you act, when you interact? Are you moving to prove your worth, to be significant, to be needed, to be productive, to meet some quantitative measure? Or is your way different? Are you more fruitful? Are you more loving, kind, patient, peaceful, joyful, generous? When you come home, when you have found yourself, are you more aware? Are you more in touch? Are you more awake and are you more alive? Let's listen as our souls connect to God, to the divine, to the whole world, to our true self. The sea can do craziness. It can do smooth. It can lie down like silk breathing or toss havoc shoreward. It can give gifts or withhold all. It can rise, ebb, froth like an incoming frenzy of fountains. Or it can sweet talk entirely as I can too. And so no doubt can you and you. The second time I read it, what word or phrase jumps out at you? The sea can do craziness. It can do smooth. It can lie down like silk breathing or toss havoc shoreward. It can give gifts or withhold all. It can rise, ebb, froth like an incoming frenzy of fountains. Or it can sweet talk entirely as I can too. And so, no doubt, can you and you. The next time I read it, what is your soul saying to you as it connects to God, as it connects to the divine? The sea can do craziness, it can do smooth. It can lie down like silk breathing or toss havoc shoreward. It can give gifts or withhold all. It can rise, ebb, froth, like an incoming frenzy of fountains, or it can sweet talk entirely, as I can too, and so no doubt can you and you. The last time I read it, what, what is your prayer? What is your response? What is your hope? The sea can do craziness. It can do smooth. 
It can lie down like silk breathing or toss havoc shoreward. It can give gifts or withhold all. It can rise, ebb, froth like an incoming frenzy of fountains. Or it can sweet talk entirely, as I can too, and so no doubt can you and you. That was a poem by Mary Oliver, A Thousand Mornings. So we will always have our blueberry farm. We will always have the work to do. How are we going to go about doing it? Are we going to do it with a sense of integration, intention, and impact? Are we going to do it from our true selves? Are we going to do it from a fragmented, chaotic place with our ego being the slave driver? So my hope and prayer is that we find ourselves today and we sit in who we are um, and then we can move, move forward with impact. Thank you so much for joining today's virtual pause podcast. I hope that you can experience some stability in the midst of chaos.